but I did decide I am going to power through. I am going to ignore these thoughts in my head. And this thing that I'm facing right now, this challenge, what's going to happen if I just move through it? What if I ignore the thought, the voice in my head that says, Shab, you're never going to be able to keep up with your sighted classmates. Shab, you're legally blind. You shouldn't be doing ceramics. Shab, this will always be your problem in the classroom. What if I just ignore those thoughts and focus on the pottery wheel? Hello, and welcome back to the Gusto Podcast, where we dive into vulnerable conversations on the creative process and the human experience. I'm Shab. This is episode three, and I want to talk about the importance of perseverance and what it takes to power through. In the last episode, I talked to my good friend Gregory Lee, who is the CEO of Rising Dragon, a comfort clothing line. He's been running the business for 13 years, and in the episode, he took us through his entire journey from inception to where the business is today. His biggest advice for people who want to start their own creative journeys, entrepreneurial endeavors, is the importance of persevering in the face of adversity. So now I wanted to come in here on my own to chime in a little bit about the idea of perseverance and powering through, but specifically through the point of view of a legally blind creative person who has been navigating this world uh, as a disabled person trying to make things. I've been reflecting a lot on my 20s. I'm turning 30 in June, which is now in five months. And I've been reflecting a lot on the past eight years or so since college graduation and all the things I've done and all the projects I've started and all the projects I've seen through and all the projects that have ended and all the phases that I've had in the past eight years. And if you know anything about me, uh, you know, there's been a lot. There's been a lot of phases. It's taken me a long time to appreciate that about myself and accept that that is just the kind of person that I am. I enjoy a lot of things. I am very curious about a lot of forms of creativity and I let myself follow wherever my creativity calls me. I let myself ebb and flow with wherever my creativity pulls me and I have finally decided that I'm okay with that. It took me a long time. For a few years at the beginning there, I was definitely getting a lot of unsolicited advice to niche down and to focus and to stick to one thing, find the one thing of all these things that I'm really good at and just stick to it. I could never I could never listen to that advice and I was beating myself up over all this thinking that maybe I'm never going to be able to be successful or compete with my peers or you know get my work anywhere but at the end of the day I'm not trying to compete with my peers. I have a different definition of success. In my head 
I have lived a lot of life in the past eight years. I have ebbed and I have flowed, but it's led me to so many different kinds of experiences that I do not regret. But I've been thinking a lot about the notions of persevering and quitting. I've been thinking a lot about myself and how I interact with my creativity, with my work, with my art, with the world around me. And I have been wondering, am I a quitter? When I float from project to project, am I quitting or am I really simply just actually really genuinely curious about a lot of things? And obviously the reason why it was such a question that I was trying to answer was because we have such a stigma on quitting and not finishing and not following through. But I'm not here to talk about quitting. (laughs) We can talk about quitting in a different episode. We're here to talk about the opposite of quitting. We're talking about perseverance and powering through when things get hard. So in thinking about the past eight years and thinking through my 20s, you know, trying to figure out if I have in fact been the kind of person who can even persevere. Am I strong enough to power through when things get hard? And I had this epiphany that I have been powering through and pivoting and persevering through my disability for the past almost 20 years. My eyesight has made life interesting, is what I say. And because of what I've had to deal with in dealing with it in daily life, from school to the real world... I have learned to very quickly pivot out of a situation that doesn't seem to be working when sometimes it really isn't working. You know, it actually sometimes can't work out no matter how hard I try to power through. But in pivoting, in finding different creative solutions to my problems, that is still perseverance. Just because I quit a certain job at a cafe because my eyesight was proving to be mm, not conducive to you know doing a good job and also a safe working environment doesn't mean that I'm a quitter so I want to tell you a story about something that just happened a couple weeks ago that really made me think about all this even further I have been taking a ceramics course here in Paris And I didn't tell the professor on the first day that I am legally blind. Honestly, maybe it was a language thing. Maybe it's just been a long time since I've had to ask for accommodations. And I forgot that I need to do that on day one. But I let day one go by and I decided, you know what? Maybe I can pull this off without needing any specific accommodations. You know, it's pretty general hand motions and you can you know get your eyes close enough to your pottery (laughs) wheel 
to be able to do it. Um, so I just decided that I'm going to wing it. But at the end of the second class, I start realizing that, first of all, I only made one bowl. I made one really ugly, really fragile looking bowl. And I looked around at my classmates. Everyone had made multiple pieces that looked so much better than mine. And so I start feeling this feeling that I haven't felt in a long time since probably high school. Maybe I'm not doing this right. Maybe my hand motions aren't the right hand motions. And maybe it's because I actually can't see what the professor has been doing this whole time. So I'm just totally faking it. No one knows I can't see. And I'm just out here pretending like I'm one of them. So I'm getting really anxious and really nervous and really hot. And I don't know what to do in this situation. Do I tell the teacher that I need her to explain things more slowly and right in front of me because of my disability? Do I quit? Maybe I'm just not meant to be making ceramics. Maybe I'm Maybe this is just another thing that I'm not able to do. But that didn't sound right in my head. (laughs) Something about that last thought didn't feel right. And I started realizing that a lot of what I have been feeling and thinking is really all just in my head. The other kids in the class, kids, the other adults in the class aren't looking over at me and thinking anything of my bowl. They're all focused on their own creative journey. And at the end of the day, I'm not here to compete. I decided to take this class because I wanted to do something for the fun of the creative process. I just wanted to do something that I've never done before, that I'm not planning on turning into a business, that I just was curious about. So instead of quitting, I decided to come back for the third class. I decided I'm not going to tell the professor. Let's just see how it goes. But I did decide I am going to power through. I am going to ignore these thoughts in my head. And this thing that I'm facing right now, this challenge what's going to happen if I just move through it? What if I ignore the thought, the voice in my head that says, Shab, you're never going to be able to keep up with your sighted classmates. Shab, you're legally blind. You shouldn't be doing ceramics. Shab, this will always be your problem in a classroom. What if I just ignore those thoughts and focus on the pottery wheel. What if I only make one potter, one bowl by the end of the course? What if mine doesn't look that great? What if I need more time? Who cares? It's about the process, especially in this scenario. And this interesting thing started happening at the end of that class and into the next week where I found this creative flow that I was in where I was in this meditative state focused on 
this ball of clay in my hands and trying to get a finished product. I no longer was looking around me at my other classmates. I raised my hand multiple times through the cor- throughout the course of a session to ask for more help. And I made it through to the end and I felt this huge weight lifted off my shoulders that apparently was weighing me down. I do wish in retrospect that I eventually told my professor that I needed accommodations and I have a disability. That would have been another challenge to face and something else to power through. But what I did learn from this whole experience in a matter of like a two-hour ceramic session was that the end product doesn't always matter. You know, I was sitting there looking at my bowl and it's not looking like what I want it to look like. Obviously, it was my third time spinning a pottery wheel. Obviously, I need more time. My my needs are a little different than the five other people in the class. You're not going to get the final product that you're looking for on the third day. But what you can get on the third day is, you know, the small bits and pieces of and the small steps you need to take to eventually down the line make a bowl or whatever the heck you want to make. During the creative process, there will always be this gap at the very beginning, this gap between where you want your work to be and where your work is at now. And that's the pivotal point where quitting feels like uh, one way to go. You know, my bowl is looking ugly. Maybe I'm not meant to be a ceramicist. Or you could power through. Or you can go deep into the gap (laughs) and then come out with tools and skills and techniques and theory and Eventually, down the line, you can get a bowl that stands up, that holds cereal, and maybe even some milk. But it takes time, and it takes work, and it takes perseverance. I think the question we just have to ask ourselves is, is it worth it? Is this something I really want to put in the time, effort, energy, and work into? If it is, then you're going to have to power through the gap. If it's not, then please quit and go do something else that you would rather put your energy into. So will I continue ceramics after this course is over? I don't know. I feel like I have other curiosities to tackle at the moment, but I am really glad I did it. It's something I've been wanting to do for a long time, and it's something I haven't done um, in a long time as far as creating something just for the heck of it that I will not turn into a business. And I'm excited about what I've learned, both literally and metaphorically. Hopefully, you can take something away from this episode. I think I want to do this format where after each guest, 
I'll come back in here by myself to, I don't know, reflect on it. Um, give you my thoughts on the topics in a more um, vulnerable and existential way, of course. Um, what would this podcast be without some philosophical musings on the human experience? So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, <laughs> like, subscribe, and comment below. But actually, it w- I would appreciate it if you did. Um, see you next time on the Gusto Podcast. Cheers. <laughs>